1: Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon.
2: Good Cormac and Stichy here with you. If you missed any of the shows from during the week, if you missed last night's interview with uh, Professor David Nutt or Rebecca from the Irish band Sick Love, you can get it on the Room 104 podcast wherever you get your podcasts from. You can go subs- subscribe there. Right now, it is time for this. Start
1: with this sort of thing. Careful now.
0: FM 104.
2: Careful now indeed this evening because I will warn you, there is one or two... I don't have to use the word. Uh, Yeah, graphic, graphic content warning because some of the stories here are just a little bit. Put down the food, or if you're eating, turn us off because they're a little bit disgusting. (laughs) But uh, yeah, it's a quick roundup of the stories, the weirdest stories from all over the world. We'll start with the first one. Why a Japanese man has been slashing the tires of thousands of cars, at least a thousand cars, and that all belong to women. Any
3: idea? No. This sounds bizarre
2: so over the last number of years a gentleman 32 year old 32 years of age now has been slashing the tires of women slashing the tires of cars that belong to women over in, in japan and he would see them you know usually park up in a supermarket and see that oh a woman came out of that car and he'd take his big knife out and he'd slash the tires and then he'd wait for her to do her shopping and come back and she'd jump into the car and drive away and he'd follow her in his car and then she'd obviously realise that she's got a puncture and her tyre has been slashed she'd pull over on the side of the road. And then, wouldn't you know, the knight in shining armour would kind of go, oh, hey, you, do, you need, do you need a hand there? Is there something wrong with your tyre? No, tire?
3: he did not.
2: So this was his chat-up line
3: oh my god
2: now listen I, thankfully he didn't like cut their heads off and bury their bodies and it wasn't like Japan's worst serial killer of all time That we can take that as a little bit of silver lining here now but how creepy
3: that is probably the creepiest most horrible thing I've ever heard because obviously if that happens you're a bit shocked because it's not something that someone does on a regular basis So you think someone is out to get you or that you may be parked in a really bad area. And then this guy comes along and you think he's being helpful. And he was the one that was that crazy person that slashed him. He
2: did it the whole time.
3: Oh, no. And I'm naive Um, enough to think I'd probably give him my number by the end of it (laughs) for helping me. Well,
2: you know what? You might think that was nice because a lot of people these days wouldn't stop and help someone with a flat tire, wouldn't stop and help someone with engine trouble or things like that. We're a very, we can be. Awkward now that there's so many of us around, we're like, oh, yeah, screw that. But speaking of that, the reason he was caught is because he did it to the same woman twice in the one year without realizing it. And no. the same thing happened. She came back from the shops. She was driving home with her messages. The car was all over the place. She stopped and uh, she suddenly realized, I recognize this dude's face and reported it again to the police. So he'd been doing it for years, like a good 10 years, and uh, he'd been arrested twice before for doing this exact same thing and has continued to do it and his his solicitor that represented him said he's probably done it about at least a thousand times according to um his confessions but he, he just says that he, he wants to get to know women and he can't think of any other legitimate way to to do it
3: i've no words he got caught anyway so that's the amazing he got caught and he's gotten arrested
2: yeah but he like he's gotten caught and arrested before there's not like there's not it's not too serious a crime. I'm not sure how he he's agreed to uh, replace you know the damage and fix the cars and do all that 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 stuff. But he you know he's not going to get sent to prison for years for just slashing tires. You know what I mean?
3: But it's such a random thing to do.
2: Yeah, it's like of all the ways. Like there's dodgy books you can buy teaching you how to pick up women and how to approach women. There's you know you've been approached on LinkedIn by weirdos. Maybe. Maybe even just do that instead of slashing people's tyres. I don't know.
3: Yeah, I I don't know. I I think that's a really strange way of trying to attract a girl because, you know, if you want to impress her with your manly skills of being able to fix things, do that. Absolutely. You know, why don't you just start with the normal things first, ask her out, then go out with her, and then maybe if her car happens to break down, go and fix it.
2: But, like, maybe, see, maybe he's a deep... See, I can understand his, his weird logic. He wants to put himself in the hero position here and he's creating scenarios in which she's going to look at him as like the saviour and then he'll be like in a much more confident position because it's not small talk. It's not going up to you while you're squatting in the gym going, hey, how are things? Fair play to you. are doing squats, are you? Because that's just weird. It's not going up to you in a nightclub hammered. It's not going up to you in a supermarket while you're shopping and trying to, you know, catch you on the hop. It's deliberately trying to manufacture a situation where he can be perceived as being the knight in shining armour when really he's insane.
3: You see, that's the thing. I don't think he realises that, you know, slashing of tyres puts someone in a really stressed position and awkward Mm -hmm. and, you know, they have to fix it and they're thinking of the cost. They're not thinking really of the guy who's fixing it. They're thinking, how much is this going to cost? And if it's for free, they're going, oh, thank you so much, you're so kind. But all they're thinking of is, now I'm late for this appointment or I'm late to get home to this or that. So they're not thinking... Oh, this is so lovely, like they would in a film where they've literally nowhere to go. That doesn't happen.
0: No. So they're not gonna remember you. No,
3: they're not going to. No. (laughs) So just don't do that. That's weird. Don't be weird.
2: Yeah, don't be weird. Maybe most men need to have a class in school called just as they're about to maybe hit puberty, this called just just don't be weird. All right, and sit down and go, You see this lad, Japanese lad, he's got a knife, he's slashing tires. Don't be weird.
3: Just don't do it. Don't be him. Yeah. Be anyone when else take, but him.
2: Yeah, when you're taking pictures of yourself, just don't send them to people who don't want them. Right?
3: Just no. don't do that. No, don't do it. Never. Yeah.
2: When you're on LinkedIn, just just keep it keep it professional.
3: Yeah, it's not a dating site. If you're going <laughs> and booking an Airbnb and you're staying in someone's apartment, don't ask them to go for a drink.
2: Yeah. You're don't staying do that.
3: in accommodation. It's not a dating site.
2: Be like asking the hotel receptionist to go on a date. Yeah, you it's not weird.
3: acceptable. You're just doing a job. <laughs> Now, just pay up and leave. <laughs>
2: yeah, pay up and leave. We don't care. We don't care. Uh, no. Oh, look at this. Ah, what woman can't change a tyre these days? And if they can't, she'll be ashamed of themselves. Well,
0: that has that come f- in
2: from Amy. Amy, <laughs> I have news for you. You might know someone who cannot change a tyre. Her name, is oh, Amy, I
3: know. I am literally the worst... Um, and fairness, the tires are about
2: the size of you, Saoirse. So, I mean, you'd be struggling to <laughs> get them off at the best of times.
3: I'm the worst role model for, for women.
2: Yeah.
3: I am still living back in the 1960s and I still want a man to fix my tire and I want <laughs> him to fix my car. I want him to bring me places. I don't like driving. Um, yeah, I can't fix anything in my apartment. Everything has broken. Um, and I will ring a man to fix them all. Yeah, Saoirse I'm not saying, life when it's
2: black and white, you know?
3: I'm not saying, I do, I'm very black and white. I'm not saying that women can't fix these things. I mean, Amy, if you happen to be, you know, a carpenter or a plumber, I'd ring you as well. I'd probably be more intimidated, though, (laughs) if if Amy came out to fix that for me, because I feel like I know I should be able to do this myself. I know it's not a good thing that I can't, but I just don't have any interest. (laughs) You know, I'd rather abandon the car and just walk.
2: Amy listen try to she is trying that. to bring the feminist movement back a good 50 years. <laughs> so she's going to be marching. She would march, but it's not very ladylike, is it? I'm not marching out in the rain now, my God. She's going to be sitting in the drawing room bitching with her other ladies from the 1920s. That's where she'll be.
3: I want to be her. sitting in the drawing room when the man brings <laughs> me in a glass of wine. <laughs> Can we go back to them days?
2: Yeah, that'd be great, actually. Yeah, Job done. Okay. Should be part of the driving test. Adrian, I know. I like Things like that change the oil. Change like the brake fluid. Change a tire. Probably should be part of the driving test. So you don't. Anyway, anyway, we're we're getting sidetracked here. That is the, the Japanese man using slashing tires to to chat of women, um, which is insane. The next one now. It's a little scarier this evening. It's about a two and a half year old toddler who keeps having a recurring, I want to say, nightmare about an entity that comes into his room. Ah uh, no. Yep.
3: Now kids often think they see a ghost or, you know, they can't sleep at night so, you know, they'd often wake their parents up to tell them you know, that they had a bad dream so maybe this is a child that was having bad dreams
2: or the house is being haunted so every single night the mother wrote in to uh, one of these advice magazines online, what do I do Uh, every single night for the last couple of weeks, the two-year-old son, grandson, is visited by a ghostly, spooky lady every single evening. And uh, he's terrified. He doesn't know what to do. And he asks why the ghost is there. And she says that she wants to take something from his room and she wants to put something on his foot.
3: What? Okay, that's really really scary yeah because like do you believe the child or do you not well
2: at two and a half years of age I don't know are they capable of coming up with elaborate lies that kind of complex
3: you'd have to stick a camera in and and see what's going on yeah but yeah I mean if I had a child and they came in to me saying that I think I'd move house
2: (laughs) really always that thing of always that thing of uh, they can see we just get conditioned out of it, but they're able to see the different entities in the world. But imagine, yeah, your two-year-old coming in, going, "Mommy, there is an old ghost lady in my room. She wants to touch my foot."
3: Ah, here, no, Out we go. Yeah, absolutely not. Go. Like, how do you deal with that? And
2: what do you say to the kid in that situation? You're kind of like,
3: oh. yeah, because you don't want to immediately go, "Don't be silly." There's no ghost there. Well, you probably would say that, but. Definitely well, you don't want to freak out advice. either.
2: Imagine you actually freaked out in front of me like, what? Oh, my God. He's like, what? Ah. <laughs> That'd be funny for a bit too, actually traumatise him completely for years though. But um, yeah, that's over in the UK. Two-year-old, two-and-a-half-year-old is seeing this every single evening, the same apparition, the same figure of a ghost, whether it's a dream or not, and wants to do something to its foot. And the person doesn't know how you'd handle that. I don't know how you'd handle that, but there you go. A little bit insane this evening now. So <sighs> careful, now uh, careful now if you're, you know, hearing reports... Of ghosts from your is kids' that, rooms.
3: Is, is that a pun? Is it? Careful now, if. Oh yeah. <laughs> get what I, Get what I'm saying? No. <laughs>
0: well, there,
3: yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I fell on the place. No worries. <laughs> it's fine. I'm still working on my comic skills.
2: We all. We all are. You know. We all are. Uh, next story is a <laughs> bit of a funny one. A uh, Florida man was arrested um, after he was caught with multiple amounts of marijuana hidden on his body he had cocaine and he had marijuana hidden on him the gentleman weighed 450 pounds which is a has about 30 something stone I think 450 pounds to stone sorry 32 stone so he a big guy right? Um, mm. big guy a lot of body weight um, but where did he hide the drugs uh,
3: maybe in one of his folds in his belly
2: Ding, ding, ding. That's Did he exactly actually? where he hit it,
3: yeah. <laughs> oh, that's awful. I mean... That you'd have a fold tight enough to, to yeah. fit stuff in. Hmm.
2: Yeah. He also had, you know, he he, he had a handgun and seven grand in cash on him, not not inside his folds, but he had hidden the marijuana and he had hidden the drugs. 23 grams of marijuana and he had a, a certain amount of cocaine hidden underneath his flabs in his stomach. And... Uh, he was arrested and obviously charged over that. But, I mean, creative way, an in inventive way, would you... I just wonder, the the people who would have to have searched that, do they obviously have to make a point of trying to... For, for larger, obese people, is there, like, a procedure where they have to check every nook and cranny, if you know what I mean?
3: They probably do, yeah. They'd have to give it a, a good feel around...
2: Yeah, sending them in, sending the dogs in. So there you go. Uh, if you are looking to hide something and you have a little bit of excess room around the belly area, maybe consider hiding it under one of your flabby uh, skin folds, and you might be all the best for it. Uh, this is a story I, I thought I saw that I have to give, uh, have to mention for you because there is a, a cat over in the United States who is a lazy, attention-seeking, fourteen-year-old cat named Lolly, and all it does—you know that cats are evil, right? Yeah. So uh, cats are evil and annoying and they're just out for themselves. They're the most narcissistic animal you can ever, ever get uh, in the world. It keeps faking its own death in the middle of the road. What? It lies on the ground, closes its eyes and plays dead and just holds up all the cars in the middle of the street.
3: Oh my God, what a weapon. Mm, yeah. Imagine you're driving. For one, you might actually crash by s- swerving and actually cause an actual accident. Uh, and yeah. for for two, you might feel really bad that you knocked down a cat, because you might have kind of seen it driven by and gone, "Did I? Was that my fault?" Yeah, that's that's a horrible thing for that cat to do. And, and some do of the pictures,
2: that? I don't know, but some of the pictures of it, it literally looks dead. Sometimes it lies on the ground with its mouth open and its eyes open and stays perfectly still. Sometimes it just spreads itself out, acting dead in the middle of the road and holds up everything, but it's causing causing chaos. Fourteen year old cat Lolly causing chaos.
3: Wow. That's something my cat would probably do. Right now, though, she is. I have to keep her in one of the rooms and she's meowing and scratching on the door. Now, thankfully, you can't hear it on air, but I can hear it. I can hear it myself. So, yeah, the second I go on air, she starts going mental. Give me attention, Tersha. Literally. They are. They're a a horrible animal. Anyone that owns a cat knows they are. They give you no love, no attention. They're just needy. And now there's cats playing dead.
2: They're just ruining people's lives all over the world. Yeah,
3: ruining people's lives, yeah.
2: Okay, final story this evening, graphic content warning. This is a bit disgusting and a bit grim. Apparently something like this happened up in Belfast a while ago, but this is over in Russia. Now, I hate kids as much as the next person does, but this is really taking things (laughs) to a new level. (laughs) So this uh, woman, a 90-year-old woman over in Russia... Uh, is in a neighbourhood in an area in in Gachina I think that's how you you, you might pronounce that correctly Gachina over in Russia anyway right? and she's a pensioner, 90 years of age, hates kids in particular there's a playground beside her house on like the oh, not the park area, the green area the communal green area and for years she's been trying to put her flower pots there, she wants to have lovely boring flowers and dandelions and rhododendrons and all those things, wants to make an an old person garden area where the (laughs) swings are right yeah instead though the council has put in swings oh which you would think is a bit better practice to put in a little bit of a playground so the swings over there where her where she wants her flower her flowers to go so what has she
3: decided to do um maybe burn down the swings
2: uh, would i would have preferred if she had done that in compared to what she's doing now
3: oh maybe she uh, you know when people twist the swing around so it goes really high up so the kids can't actually get access to it.
2: Another good, more appropriate response than what she has decided to do. Again, 90-year-old granny is doing this. She is smearing her own feces on the seats of the swings. What? Yeah, 90-year-old granny is insane and (gasps) she is defecating into a plastic bag, walking out and just smearing it all over the seats. Oh my God. (laughs) Talk about a dirty protest.
3: Oh my God.
2: Insane, isn't it? Is this real? There's video of it, yeah. She's been filmed doing it. She comes out in her apron in her floral granny dress with her short popcorn head hair and then takes it out of the bag and just smears the yellow seats left to right and walks off. There's video of her doing this.
3: Oh my good God. That's grim. Now, I think granny needs a few words.
2: Well, Granny has given me some ideas about the kids playing in the front garden, but anyway, we'll no, leave that to you the cannot side. do
3: that. Oh my! <laughs> Imagine, God.
2: That's when you know I've lost it. I've gone absolutely insane.
3: Oh, that's the worst thing I've ever heard. That's disgusting.
2: That's grim, isn't it?
3: Yeah, that's bad. It, but,
2: but they're saying here as well, in uh, this happened in Belfast in 2015. That the same thing happened. Uh, it doesn't say why or who did it, but they found somebody covering the the, the 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 swings and the slides up there with, with the, the same kind of thing so listen talk about neighbors from hell i think she is taking the biscuit here with this one
3: like that's unbelievable
2: it's insane isn't it absolutely like and how do you approach that woman how do you deal with a woman who's willing to go to that lens over flowers in a garden
3: you can't there's other Does issues even- going on there
2: yeah, she's rubbing her filthy, dirty hands around the chains as well. So you know the way. Obviously, you'd sit down, you'd hold the chain, swing them back and forth. Uh, she's uh, destroyed them as well. Yeah. And I imagine like the people woman. who work for the the people who work for the council being told you have to go clean up the swings again. She's done this on a number of times apparently, but the residents have finally caught her. Uh well, like what a what a terrible terrible. I don't
3: ca- I don't care if she's ninety. They should make her go back out and clean it up again.
2: If, she, like that's if that's what she's doing, though, like out in the swings, can you imagine what her own gaff is like? Oh, stop.
3: <laughs> well, look, maybe it leads to a, a, a long, a long life expectancy. <laughs> she 19 90. That's
2: the secret. The secret to reaching 90 years of age in Russia is to, one, hate the youth and then smear anything fun that they have in your own feces out of a plastic bag. So listen, it's the secrets to life. We'll write a new book on that anyway. So listen, that's down with that of Everything careful now for this evening. If we've missed anything weird that we definitely should have given a shout-out to, let us know, drop us a message, 0876797104. Here's FM the- FM 104's Room
0: 104
1: podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Long.
2: Former Concierge here on Room 104. Reminder, the podcast, if you want to listen back to the full shows, you can subscribe to the Room 104 podcast on Apple, Spotify, all the regular podcast places. Thank you to Mark who sent us in a link of a a story we feel we should have given a quick mention to. I sent it in A 0876797104. A senator, is it a congressman, a Florida congressional candidate, I've I th- I seen this. Yeah, I don't know why I didn't include it. Thank you for this, though, Mark. <laughs> a candidate who was running for the Congressional District has claimed that Beyonce is a satanic worshipper, not really black, and is actually Italian. My I God. I saw
3: this. I saw that.
2: Let's read this out, because this is insane. This is from a guy called K.W. Miller, from uh, who's, who's going for Congress for... Um, a certain state or a certain county in Florida. Beyoncé is not even African American. She is faking this for exposure. Her real name is Anne-Marie Lastrasi. She is Italian. This is all part of the Soros deep state agenda for the Black Lives Matter movement. Beyoncé, you were on notice. And then he goes on to say in a follow-up tweet... You all know, you all do know that Beyonce's song Formation was a secret coded message to the globalists. The song clearly admitted that she was, a d- <laughs> that she was demonic and that she worshipped in the s- Satanist churches located in Alabama and Louisiana. She keeps Satanist symbols in her bag. Where do people get this crap from? I
3: have no idea. Like, it's absolutely bizarre. Like, does someone just think of the most out there thing but this person is meant to to be like
2: a public representative he's meant to be running for office and then he's coming out with this stuff
3: attention seeking how can i get noticed is what it
2: is so you don't think he he actually believes that
3: no i don't think he does
2: he's got some pr company going in here kind of going guys we're not going to get any exposure by being decent human beings we're not going to get any exposure by talking about our policy points you need to say something batshit crazy and then everyone will be talking about it and yeah he's right maybe he did you did do it right.
3: And we, we are now in Ireland, so, you there know. There we go. Yeah.
2: It's as crazy, that stuff, as the people who are giving out about the contact tracing app uh, and giving out about their privacy concerns by posting from their iPhone on Twitter.
3: Yeah, I saw that. They're on Instagram, they're on Facebook, <laughs> Twitter. <laughs> they have every email and they're very concerned about signing up for this, uh, this app.
2: Yeah, like if you've got... Come on if you're worried about the app and you've got Twitter or Facebook, you just burn your phone. You know, if you're not worried like Twitter has. And another fun thing you can do, which will terrify you as well, if you're, if you're into data and privacy and that stuff, you can download all your data in the settings from Twitter, from LinkedIn, from Facebook as well. And it is gigs of information that they have on everyone. I, like a stupid amount. So listen, uh, the contact tracing app has been fairly transparent. Am I going to say it's 100% perfect and, and fine and there won't be any issues with it? No, but it is going to help... Uh, hopefully help reopen the country quicker keep us open quicker and control the spread of this disease so if you haven't downloaded it yet the covid tracker app you can do so on apple and uh, Samsung, um, the google play store i should say the google play store as well so it's been downloaded i think about a million times anyway so it needs a certain amount of people to become effective and it turns out as well and i'm not 100 percent clear on why this needs to happen but because of the privacy concerns as well it's not using your gps location data you have to have your bluetooth turned on for it to be effective because it's pinging devices around you as opposed to the app grabbing your location data.
3: Oh, interesting.
2: So if you don't have your Bluetooth on, it ain't going to work.
3: Yeah, it can't. Oh, okay.
2: Which is only, obviously, drains your battery a little bit more. But listen, if if you have to charge your battery a little bit more so you can have a few more pints on the regular, job done, happy days. So uh, listen, uh, thank you for sending that in, Mark. I did see that satanic K.W. Miller, but just... So, you don't even know what to say. Like, you don't even know what to argue with those people because it doesn't matter. They believe the satanic cult is. You, you just kind of don't even know where to start. But listen, thanks for that, Mark. We appreciate it. Any other ones? Do let us know. Any other crazy stories this week 087 67 On the way next, would you prefer your doctor, if you're going in for surgery, to be a gamer or not? Because apparently, being either a gamer or not a gamer, one of those um, types of doctors makes less mistakes than the other. If you think you know which one it is, the pro gamer doctor or or not, which one makes less mistakes on the operating table 87 we'll tell you more about that next
1: FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Long It's
2: so Cormac and Saoirse here on Room 104 on this beautifully miserable, I was going to say Tuesday evening it's Wednesday evening even though I feel as if the weekend has dragged or the week has dragged a little bit we'll try and uh, keep ourselves entertained and make it as, as crazy happy as possible
3: Yes, with our lovely music. And we've got some good news, if you okay. are uh, a fan of video games.
2: Uh, well, which, which I am. I had to uh, rage quit Call of Duty. um was it Warzone there the other day, the multiplayer, just because I'm, I'm so, so bad at it, so horrifically, pathetically bad at it, that I, I was just getting so angry. I'm talking so... I don't know if you've ever had that experience of when you're playing a game and you know what you need to do but whatever reason your hands or the controller or the thing doesn't do what you know you need to do and you wind up dying or losing there's no greater frustration in the world and then I just I had to I had to just delete the whole thing.
3: I was playing uh, Roblox which is a kids game thing the other day and you know you, you kind of try and join in with them and you don't really care but then I started getting really into it and then like that I just kept falling off this top... You know, you had to run up the stairs thing and I just kept falling off. And it was so annoying and I had to keep doing it until I got to the top. I think I was de- there for maybe three hours.
2: <laughs> just trying. Um, yeah, no, I would, like, uh, usually I wouldn't be a huge gamer, but, you know, i had jump on that bandwagon every now and then. But, um... Yeah, so I said, I've had to give up recently. I had to give up Warzone recently because I was just useless at it.
3: Well, do you know what? You <clears> should <throat> probably keep it up, especially if you're a surgeon, by the way. So you might think, ah, oh, here... If you heard that a surgeon that was going to be doing an operation on you was at home playing video games in their spare time, you'd think they're maybe a bit lazy.
2: You would think, like, it's it's a slur. People who... Gamers are a negative stereotype in this culture as being fat, lazy, grown men who live in their parents' basements. Now, I will admit, 80% of them probably are. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, um, you know, and it can be a waste of time and very, very unproductive. But I know there's some people who... Um, who obviously have a career at it now there's esports. there's people who are professional gamers there's people who are very successful and as well it can help develop your problem solving skills your dexterity your lateral thinking all these positive things
3: well this might surprise you even more so they did a study on how surgeons how well surgeons perform when they're doing um, now I can't say this word and I should be able to laparoscopic surgery laparos say that again (laughs) lap Laparos la, la, I don't know. L A P A R O S C O P I C. L-A-P-A-R-O-S was I we say there? We're cupic. not doing
2: that until you get this correct. I, I don't can't. even know how to pronounce it. Go on. Go on anyway,
3: on. it's basically. No, no, it's no, basically no, 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 it anyway, when no, you're doing. It s- la, laparoscopy. La, la <laughs> Look, I'm not going to be a surgeon any day soon, okay? But anyway, it's the surgery where it's like keyhole surgery.
2: What? Laparoscopy? Is that what it is? Laparoscopy. stop
3: pretending you know what it is. There's no why there. I'm
2: here for the laparoscopy.
3: No, there's no why. That's the point. Laparoscopic. It ends with a C.
2: Laparoscopic surgery.
3: Yeah, stop pretending you know. You have no idea either. Okay, anyway, so it's basically surgery, you know, where they're doing small incisions in a body. Right, yeah. so they need to be guided by watching the screen.
2: Oh yeah,
3: so when they did this study, they found that eighty percent of doctors who had some at some point played video games at least three hours per week made thirty seven percent fewer errors.:
2: Oh wow, that's huge. Yeah.
3: They also performed twenty seven percent faster and forty two percent better in the test of surgical skills.
2: That's amazing is that incredible? I, yeah, I'm looking at the pictures of the uh, laparoscopy, if that is even the word.
3: No, Wednesday.
2: it's not. There's no why. Well, uh, it, that's the, the type of surgery. Diagnostic laparoscopy. Isn't, I know this, this, we get nuns, or nuns, <laughs> we don't get nuns listening to us. Say we, we get nuns listening to us coming home from work of, of a Wednesday evening. Nurses, we get nurses listening. I know, so I'm so it, sorry. If you happen to be a nurse,
3: going, oh, it, just God. send
2: us in a, a voice note of if, or if you're a doctor and you know how to correctly, <laughs> correctly pronounce that. But I'm looking at the pictures of the surgery and yeah, it's keyhole. So there's loads of like little uh, like cables they're sliding in and cameras are sliding in, tools are sliding in. So it's not open. So they have to get yeah, guided by the camera. So you can see, yeah, especially the new the joysticks on the PS4 that you have to use and you have to be looking at a screen. Yeah, so that's hilarious though. Yeah. yeah, if you heard your surgeon was a gamer, you'd be like, mm, I'm, I'm all right, don't worry so, about it.
3: Exactly, so apparently it improves fine motor skills, eye-hand coordination, visual attention and depth perception. Yeah, of course. That's mad. So, they actually have (laughs) said in this study, video games may be a practical teaching tool to help train surgeons. There you Uh,
2: go. Alan has said, just say keyhole surgery. I think we'll have to say just keyhole surgery from now on. Um, Is that what it actually is? uh, Probably the best way that we can move on um, and say that... Type it into Google and Google will say it. Will it?
0: Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door.
1: They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection.
3: With the fact that, right, I'm sure there's a limit. If you're a surgeon, you probably shouldn't be playing too many video games. You know, it's saying this, you know, if you're playing at least three hours per week, that's not a lot.
2: Three hours a day. Yeah, like, I would have played two or three hours a day, played Wars on there for a while, and my eyes were bludge. I'm talking terrified how bloodshot my eyes are but think about the rage the high blood pressure the lack of sleep not good
3: (laughs) if you were working as a surgeon though you're probably doing 12-hour shifts
2: well, that's what, you'd
3: probably have a 12-hour
2: surgery. You, you know, some surgery is 6 to 12 hours and you're there exhausted. You don't even know what you're looking at and you just keep flashing back to the middle of the and you're like, oh, my God, what are you doing? <laughs> sorry, sorry. But would you not get too distracted?
3: If you were if you also doing, we're going to call it keyhole surgery now, if you're also mm-hmm. doing that surgery, right, so you've just come from playing your video game the night before, which is, you know, yeah, you're concentrating, but it's not life or death. And then you're going into a ward, and you actually have to realise that you're not playing a video game. This is a real oh. person.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
3: And would you, you not get, would, yeah, would you yeah, would you not get a little bit, um, what's the word I'm looking for?
2: Well, like tactics dissociated where you're kind of like, yeah. ah, it's just kind of like the video game. They yeah. can come back to life, right? Oh, whoops. No, you can't. Interesting. But well, I'd imagine, I, I'd imagine, well, I'd imagine that the keyhole surgery isn't, well, I don't know actually, is it ever really life-threatening or life-dependent or Usually, things when you get keyhole surgery in your knee or your stomach and stuff, maybe it's not too serious um, an operation. But yeah, there you go. You you wouldn't have thought that as well. The other thing, what that would be good for, is I've seen they're building machines and devices, like how would I even describe what it is, so that surgeons can operate remotely. So let's oh. say you. So you have. Let's say you have a very serious heart condition, and there's only like two surgeons in the entire world who can do the procedure on your heart that you can do, but they won't be able to get to Ireland in time, or you can't, you're not well enough to fly out. And there's obviously issues there where you can't be operated on by them. They've developed like surgical machines that can, they're like arms from a manufacturing lab that, you know, work on cars that kind of lean over and have all these different tools at the end of them. Um, But you can, doctors can use them via a screen and like controllers in a different part of the world or a different part of the building. And they can move the arms by holding the controls from a different part of the world and use cameras to guide them and can operate on you remotely.
3: That's cool.
2: Yeah, it's really insane. Wow, I What's didn't think they remote,
3: could ever do that. Remote,
2: remote, remote surgery robot. Yeah, Google remote surgery robot and you'll see uh, doctors have like two controllers in their left and right hand and that'll connect to... The, these surgical arms that are above a person, obviously they still need nurses there to kind of open you up and make sure everything is alright, but, you know, they can it, it nearly adds two or three extra hands into the operation as well, because you can have a robotic arm that's holding a clamp in place, and you can have another thing that's doing something else, and then the doctor who's like, could be a thousand miles away is looking via camera, and is looking via glasses, and can see all around him, because I don't know if they use VR headsets, they should though, but he can operate on you, and then you can get I'd wonder if it's as good but there was one here I'm just looking at a quick story here a surgeon who performed an operation 400 kilometers away from the patient
3: see I love the idea of this right but this would be like you telling me they're now going to be able to fly planes without having a pilot there at all now I know for the most part the plane flies itself and they just take off and land but would you not still prefer to know that the the pilot is sitting there yeah, like the surgeon would you not prefer what if his camera goes or his internet <laughs> drops and then the nurses are going to charge the oh, camera. oh hang on yeah he's like, like, anything he's like could texting
2: go in wrong. going oh sorry my, my, my uh, it's only on 3% so we're going to have to hurry up this heart surgery Oops. Please.
3: yeah anything um, could go wrong I don't like she the said, idea of not uh, having someone there, there to quickly, quickly to help us fix the problem. The, word
2: could, the, the robot's there, word. It's fine. Um, what is
3: the... Oh, I do don't you know. I mean, I think it's great and um, it's definitely mm-hmm. going to change things have to, and be have to very beneficial be and helpful ha- and, c- and hopefully like save cost, loads of lives but uh, there are going to be times where something goes wrong and it's because of the robot.
2: And a dodgy part in the robot and it gets stuck inside you and you're like... But I haven't listened to this yet so, Quiva... Right, yeah. Well, listen. Wait, Can't is Cuiva a, a, a nurse or a doctor? Cuiva, uh, you got to um, give us a bit of your backstory here now. She's over so in the United States, so, so she's currently listening in the United States. Many she many says she's moved many over many there. What are you doing, by the way? Be give us the scandal over there. What part of the States are you in? Or maybe you're in the you yeah, United States or Canada. I'm just presuming because it's a zero-zero-one number, so maybe you're in Canada as well. No, you said you're in the States. Sorry. Living in the States. Yeah, what part? Okay, let's have a listen to this and see. We'll learn something. Wait, 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 wait. wait.
3: Just just, just two seconds.
2: Two seconds. Okay. 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 You have the word there. Uh, yeah. Okay. Spell it. Um. Uh, the word I have. You you have the laroscopic, is it? Yeah. So <laughs>
3: spell
2: it. <laughs> no. Because sometimes L-A-P. when you write
3: it in, L A P. A or O. A or O. Yeah.
2: S C O P Y.
3: C O. Okay. Now okay. La para ac- la para- os- pick. <laughs> I give up. Literally, okay. it's like it's like someone not from Ireland trying to pronounce my name. It doesn't make sense. Sour Warsha? I don't know what it <laughs> is.
2: Okay, let me let me just play this voice note now, we'll see how we get on.
3: It's pronounced laparoscopic. <laughs>
2: Laparoscopic.
3: Why why, why did she have to say it so casually? (laughs) It's (laughs) pronounced laparoscopic. How
2: did you know that, Kiva? Kiva's a video editor living in California.
3: And why are you able to say it so well? One more time.
2: One more time? Okay, okay.
3: It's pronounced laparoscopic. (laughs) Okay. She's made it sound really easy. Laparoscopic. Laparoscopic. It's pronounced laparoscopic. I said it. I said it. Imagine now if I was a surgeon and I had to do some kind of presentation.
2: (laughs) No, if you're (laughs) going in telling a scared patient, (laughs) we're going to do this uh, procedure. It's called LARAPRA. (laughs) No, 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 listen. I'm really good at my job. I just can't say the word, all right? (laughs) Are you you sure you know what you're doing? I'm an amazing surgeon,
3: but I just have no idea how to say that word. Yeah,
2: I'm not good with the words. Good at the hands, though. (laughs) Uh, Another voice note in here from someone else. I have no idea what this is. We'll, We'll play it anyway.
3: LAPAROSCOPY. Oh, wow. Hey, that's a different way to say it.
2: <laughs> and there was more of a downward... There was a bit of a slap at the end of that. That's kind of saying, you idiot. There's, a, there's a definitely a, you, you idiot, you can't pronounce it.
3: Yeah. I don't know, we're
2: only messing. Thank you. Who's that from? That's from... Uh, Maeve, what's the... Sorry. Thanks. Laparoscopy. 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 Fair enough. Laparoscopy
3: versus... Look, it's not spelled. It's pronounced like
1: that. laparoscopic.
3: Laparoscopic. <laughs> they don't sound the same. Someone is saying it Wrong. Okay, they're totally different accents as well, so we'll just we'll just Keyhole leave it. Look, surgery. will I ever have to use that word in my lifetime? Probably not.
2: Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed we won't. Thanks though. Um, listen to Kiva over in California by the way. You're a video editor in California for like any of the big like any That's of the big cool. m- any of the big TV series or movies that are you working on? Because you know, say an actress. She's going to yeah, make I it mind you could be her in.
3: Yeah, I haven't made it as an actress. Maybe you could you land me my first role. I could be your proper Ian. paid.
2: Yeah, nice. If you've got any, uh, if, you, if you're working for a studio or a big uh, production house, get in touch. You, you, do you have your show reel
3: done, Sia? I have a show reel, yeah. Oh, do, do you? I do have a showreel, yeah.
2: Oh, you played a, a vampire lizard one time.
3: I did, yeah. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll be in touch. We could connect. Get just on don't LinkedIn, make me lads. say that word
2: <laughs> in a scene <laughs> the first audition she gets you is in an episode <laughs> e or okay you're the keyhole <laughs> surgeon specialist go in there now and tell her <laughs> what the procedure is jump on the plane and come home go right good luck yeah.
3: <laughs> uh. oh imagine in an audition you would have got the part if you could just pronounce that right and you just, and can't just can't say the word
2: the brain doesn't so this work. is a yeah this is a this is a whole recovery operation part of the hospital series and it just did not work out listen uh thanks for sending those on anyway we'll uh we'll revert back to kehoe surgery from now on but thank you for the education Maeve and kiva as well uh, still to come on the show we're going to be chatting to christian grant from illicit encounters it's a bold website that kind of helps people have bold meetups with uh, married people and people who are in relationships and apparently during the pandemic people were still Being a little bit naughty and being a little bit bold and may not have been adhering to the lockdown regulations. That'll be on the way a little bit after 11 o'clock and after the break.
3: Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans.